looking to throw. Down the sideline, Hester caught it! 10-5! Touchdown! Touchdown, Jackson State! He eludes traffic, he'll drive it down and jam it in! Oh my! Jamal Gregory, highlight real time! Sports Center top 10 time! This is Behind the Beat, the official podcast of Jacksonville State Athletics. Now, here's your host, Tyler Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome into Behind the Beak, the brand-new podcast from Jacksonville State Athletics. I'm Tyler Brown alongside Avery Davis. This is Avery's first week on the podcast. He's an athletic student worker and communications major, and he's going to be helping me anchor the podcast. So, A-Train, welcome to the podcast. Good to be here. This is Episode 5 of the series, and if you haven't checked out our previous four installments, please go give those a listen. Athletic Director Greg Seitz, long snapper Josh Brady, Senior Volleyball Defensive Specialist Matty Cloutier, and Quarterbacks Coach Cleo Lemon join me for Weeks 1 through 4. Those podcasts, along with all future podcasts, can be found by searching Behind the Beak on the Apple Podcast app and Spotify, or by going to jsugamecocksports.com slash podcasts. And if you haven't already, click the subscribe button and the follow buttons to be alerted when new episodes are available. This week, I sit down with soccer senior Emma Meadows. The midfielder discusses her move from Bowmanville, Ontario, Canada to Jacksonville, volunteering as a youth soccer coach in the community, and the rise in popularity of soccer she has witnessed over the past four years. But first, let's get you caught up on the news. Jacksonville State football picked up its third straight win Saturday, September 21st, with a 30-12 win over North Alabama. Quarterback Zarek Cooper threw three touchdown passes, all three to senior receiver Josh Pearson, and running back Jalen Green ran in a fourth in the route of the in-state rival. Pearson moved into second all-time in the program's career touchdowns caught list with his 22nd against the Lions. He is one shy of tying the record of 23 held by Joy Hamilton since 1999. Jacksonville State has now won 31 consecutive regular season home games dating back to October 2013. Head coach John Gross is now 29-0 at home during the regular season since taking over as head coach in 2014. Pearson was named the OVC Offensive Player of the Week for his performance, while sophomore punter Jason Pierce was named the Conference's Specialist of the Week. Pierce punted five times over the weekend and pinned two kicks inside the North Alabama two-yard line. The Gamecocks hit the road for the first time in three weeks Saturday, September 28th, to open Ohio Valley Conference play at Austin P. Kickoff in Clarksville, Tennessee, is set for 2 p.m. at Forterra Stadium. The game will broadcast live on ESPN+. Jacksonville State Volleyball picked up two wins at the College of Charleston tournament over the weekend, earning a 3-0 victory over New Orleans Friday, September the 20th, and another 3-0 win Saturday, September 21st, over the College of Charleston. JSU's only loss was a 3-1 loss to Charleston Southern on Friday. Volleyball returns home Wednesday, September 25th at 6 p.m. to host Tennessee Tech in the conference opener. The Gamecocks then take on UT Martin Saturday, September 28th at 2 p.m. at Pete Matthews Coliseum. Both matches are set to broadcast on ESPN+. In soccer, Jacksonville State fell 1-0 in consecutive matches to Eastern Kentucky on September 20th and Moorhead State on September 22nd. The Gamecocks go back to work Sunday, September 29th at SIUE to continue OVC play. The game begins at 2 p.m. and can be watched on ESPN+. In men's golf, the Gamecocks placed 10th at the Golf Week Conference Challenge in Cedar Rapids, Iowa last week. Junior Kim Vidal-Mora led JSU with a 13th place finish at 1 over par with a 54-hole total of 217. The women's golf team had the week off. The ladies' next event is the Bubba Burger Jacksonville Classic September 30th through October 1st in Ponte Verde Beach, Florida. 
In pro golf news, former Gamecock Danny Willett picked up a win at the European Tour BMW PGA Championship. His final round, 67 at the Wentworth Club, led him to his seventh professional win. Cross-country ran the Wingfoot Classic in Cartersville, Georgia over the weekend. The men finished 10th in the 8K, led by freshman Luis Rodriguez, who recorded a time of 28.09, while the women placed 8th in the 5K, paced by senior Emily Sorrell, who finished 27th with a time of 19.54.5. Cross-country runs again Saturday, September 28th at 9 a.m. in the UAH Charger Open in Huntsville, Alabama. That's what's happening in GSU Athletics. And now it's time for our interview. Emma Meadows is a senior forward and midfielder on the soccer team and is one of six Canadians on Coach Neil McDonald's roster. Despite being 980 miles from her hometown of Bowmanville, Ontario, Canada, Jacksonville has become her home over the past four years. Not only has she been a mainstay in the Gamecocks lineup, playing in more than 60 matches since 2016, she has made her presence felt in the community as a volunteer youth soccer coach. So here's this week's guest, Emma Meadows. Joined on the podcast today by senior soccer player Emma Meadows. Emma, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you for talking with me. First off, talking about this season, you somehow have been able to avoid the injury bug. Your career, you've played 62 games. You've played in all eight games this season. And by the time everyone hears this podcast, you'll have started conference play. But talk about the challenges that you guys have had as far as injuries go and been able to still pick up some good wins especially a two nothing win over conference usa fiu yes so yeah lately it's been rough we've had a lot of key players out with injuries and a lot of people have had to step up into positions they're not usually used to playing so um yeah even with uh the injuries we've been able to put out some good performances even this past weekend we didn't get any we didn't get the results but we played a good team in alabama and a good team in mercer but we still had two really good performances and hopefully when we get our um, our injured players back we're gonna have a lot of better showings for teams in the ovc how tough has it been to play teams like that like alabama even though you've got some injuries and you're trying to battle back then you get the crimson tide coming in here talk about what it's like to play those high level teams and to be able to put up the fight that you guys have it's awesome to play teams like alabama it's always a great challenge and it tests our team uh, how we how we work together under a challenge they're obviously a really great team but we put up a really good performance against them it was zero zero at halftime and we played we played excellently defensively and just a couple breakdowns in the second half but to play teams like alabama Alabama and even Mercer was a really good team and especially with no subs on the bench I think we did great for our numbers and we were really proud of our team and how we came together. You were talking about other girls having to step up and play some positions that maybe aren't theirs because of the injuries and Coach McDonald specifically mentioned you was talking about how you would be hustling back on defense getting it to the other side and I mean just sprinting the entire game. Talk about you know what you've been able to do as far as that goes and is that something that you take upon yourself as a senior on this team to be able to do? Yeah, for sure. As a senior, every single year your role grows. And this year I've really tried to step into a bigger role on the team. And I want to contribute offensively, and I love helping out the team offensively, but it's also great to help out defensively. And lately we've been playing kind of two in the middle, so it's hard for to get forward. As soon as you get forward, you know you got to get all the way back. And especially on this team, you really got to contribute in the defense. And once that happens, you're going to produce offensively and, yeah. Now, you're from Bowmanville, Ontario, Canada. Yes. Talk about how you found Jacksonville State. It was a really, um, when you grew up playing soccer in Canada, the main goal is to 
go play soccer at university in the States. That's always the goal. So when I reached high school, I knew I had an opportunity to do that. And I was really, really proud of that. So just playing, uh, we would go to showcases in the States and talk to coaches from all around the States. And uh, I would think I was in 11th grade when Jacksonville first reached out to me. And I didn't know much about the school. It was just a tiny school in Alabama, but did some research. Uh, I had a teammate that actually played here. So that was really good to see a familiar face. And you look at the roster and it's like half Canadian. So you feel really welcome as soon as you get on here. The coaching staff made me feel very welcome and they were very supportive and great throughout the whole recruiting process and I just I felt like this was a great place for me and I came here and visited it and I loved it and it's been a great four years so far. Whenever you were playing in Canada did you get to play outdoors often or were you indoors? Was that attractive to be able to come to Alabama and be able to play outdoors basically year-round? For sure like when you can play soccer outdoors all year round that's a that's a big thing. In Canada you basically only play outdoors in the summer and the rest uh, during the winter you're training indoors you're playing a lot of uh, indoor turf, so it's definitely it's really cool to have an outdoor facility that you can use all year round here because you don't see that in Canada. Being so far from home, was this somewhat a leap of faith to come to Jacksonville, Alabama to play soccer? Absolutely. At first, I think it was like, I'll try it out for a year. I'll see how it goes. I'm 16 hours from home. I, I really don't know what it's going to be like, um, but I got down here and uh, I loved it and I couldn't imagine leaving after my first year. I'm really happy I stayed and I, I can't imagine going anywhere else at this point. Was there a transition period for you between moving from Canada to Alabama and maybe the, the heat, maybe the the accents and stuff like that. What what was that like for you? Uh, it all happened so fast, honestly. Um, it's for sure a culture shock coming from way up north to down here. The accents still getting used to <laughs> the the slang, the southern slang. Um, you guys are so polite, though. I have to say, and um, the heat. I don't think you ever really get used to the heat, right. <laughs> just especially coming from uh, colder conditions. I'm still not used to the humidity. What's worse, wintertime in Canada or wintertime here? It's a different kind of cold. It is a different cold. In Canada, it's uh, you get the there's still a little humidity and humidity in the cold, but here it's just dry and wind. But for sure in Canada, it's, it's a lot colder. I know when we went to Bangor, Maine, and played in Orono, you know, last year in football, the snow had been pushed off the field and it was still banked up on the sidelines yeah. here and there. And even though it was, you know, 32 degrees or whatever it was, it still felt like it was warmer there than yeah. it was down here. I agree. It can, it can be like that. It's, it's a weird, it's a different kind of cold. So now you've been here going on four years. Talk about how Jacksonville State has become your home. Yeah, so my fourth year here, next year I won't be here. And honestly, I, I can't imagine not being here. I, I have no idea what I'm going to do once I leave here. But this place has become really special to me. I've met some amazing people. The girls on the team I consider my family. And it's going to be a, a big adjustment to, to not see those faces every day, to not see this place every day, the beautiful mountains, the, the university. It's, it's going to be weird. What is your major in and what are you looking to do after you graduate? Uh, my major is chemistry, and when I go home, I'm looking to get my master's in environmental sciences and hopefully uh, work for Environment Canada one day. Do you have an idea of schools back home that you're looking to go to? I have a couple, mostly two that are close to home, so I can I can still live at home with my family. Kind of miss them over the past four years. 
and you've been away for, like you said, four years. Does your family get to come down and visit you often, or do they pop in every now and then? Yeah, they usually try to come once or twice a semester. So my mom is actually on her way here right now, which I'm really excited for. And then um, our senior night, uh, my whole family will be here, but they try to come at least twice a year. What does your family like to do once they get here? What's kind of the traveler's guide for Canadian parents coming to Jacksonville, Alabama? My mom loves the weather, so anytime she can go out and go for a walk, she'll do that. Um, she loves to go. We like to go hiking at Cheehaw a lot. We think it's beautiful up there. Um, go see Birmingham, the summit. Um, but honestly, just be outside as much as we can because the weather here versus Canada is a little different. In the four years that you've been here, Coach McDonald said you uh, volunteer a lot. You're a youth soccer coach. Tell me about being able to coach youth soccer. And you do it a couple of nights a week too, right? Yes. Every Tuesday and Thursday night, I'm helping out with the Storm Academy, which I've been doing for the, the past year now. And also as a team, we, we volunteer with um, Pard Jacksonville and do a, a night with them every every year. But it's great. It's great to give back. All the kids come to our games and they, they look up to us, which is amazing. Um, I've become really close with some of them, and it's going to be weird to not see them anymore. But they're great kids. It's great to grow the game down here and get a good little team going. And hopefully we're growing the next generation of Jacksonville State Gamecocks for the little girls and for the boys to go on and play soccer somewhere else, hopefully. And that's the goal. Since you got here, Atlanta has gotten a pro team. Mm -hmm. Birmingham has a pro team now with Legion FC. Have you seen the popularity of soccer grow since you've been in Jacksonville? Absolutely. And I think just um, more people being aware that we have a soccer team and coming out to the games. But I've made some friends over the summer that um, they, they think it's amazing that I play on the soccer team. They always ask me to go to Atlanta United with them. And I haven't been able to go yet, but I'd love to. And, yeah, just growing the game down here, um, hopefully getting the soccer team uh, more fan support out there would be great. And, yeah. Have you seen the hill uh, a lot more populated Absolutely. in recent recent years? Absolutely, it's awesome, especially on Friday nights when we get that that great atmosphere going. It's it's for sure the fan support has increased over the past couple of years. And then now you guys are on ESPN Plus all the time for yeah. your games. Talk about the exposure that that's given the soccer team as well. Do you feel like that's been a boost? Yeah, it's amazing. We have. Um, People come up to us in CAF and stuff, and they ask us when our next, next game is, which is amazing. That That's never happened in recent years. So it's really exciting to get that exposure and just to n get more people coming out to the soccer games, more people aware that there's a soccer team, and, yeah, get the increased support. Who's your favorite professional soccer player? My favorite professional soccer player is kind of weird because she actually plays in the NCAA. She plays for UCLA. Her name is Jessie Fleming, and she's literally my age, but I look up to her. She plays for the Canadian national team, and I think she's an insane midfielder, and I'd love to model my game after her. With the popularity of the women's U.S. soccer team, have you seen the popularity of soccer grow worldwide or especially here in the U.S. since you've been here? Absolutely, especially looking when we coach the little kids, the girls that show up in like the Alex Morgan jerseys and they just say, oh, I want to be like her when I grow up. It's great to see and for the women's game especially to grow and I know the U.S. kind of dominates it, but you'd love to see other countries get involved like it is for the men, how it's you never know who's going to win every year, but the U.S. women are doing a great job of growing the game in the U.S. and hopefully that can spread to other countries. Is there anything that you have, any other activities that you do, like coaching youth soccer that you do while you're in town? Um, I actually work at the rec center. I got a job there this summer. I, I work at the rock wall, so we've been able to grow the, the soccer support with the people that work at the rec, which is really nice, and that was a great addition to this university, I think. 
it's unreal how many students use that rec center, yeah. how, how busy that place is. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't know Jacksonville had that many students until you go to the rec and you see all the, the students there. But it's a great little community place. You meet so many people and uh, really thankful for that facility. How big of a recruiting tool is that? Absolutely. It's huge. I think every time we have a recruit on campus, our coaches are taking them there and the girls are taking them there to play basketball or something. It's huge. If I, when I was being recruited here, the minute I saw that building, I would have been for it. Absolutely. What was your recruiting process like? Um, I came to the school on two visits, but it was mostly over emails but just the coaches made me feel very welcome. They were super supportive. On my visits, the girls were great, make, doing lots of activities, going to lots of different sporting events, and just seeing the kind of atmosphere that the school offered and the soccer team offered, and uh, it was a really positive experience. Aside from soccer, what is your favorite sport at Jacksonville State, and which one's your favorite to attend? Ooh, I love going to the volleyball games. I think they're so fun. Uh, the team is great. I also have a lot of uh, friends on the tennis team, so we like to support them. And obviously football games are really fun. But yeah, I'd have to say volleyball is definitely my favorite here. Tell me about the camaraderie that you have with other student athletes from other sports as opposed to maybe that you don't get at a larger school because being at a smaller program, smaller school, you guys know a lot of each other. Yes. Yeah, we know we know tons of people. It's, it's great to have lunch and dinners with them, and we all have different schedules, but we know all kind of what we're all going through, and it's, it's cool to have someone on a different team that you can talk to about, like, what's going on in their team, and it's great to see a different perspective and to support each other. It's, it's always great. We always have tons of tennis friends and volleyball friends and football friends coming out to our games, and then we try our best to support them as well. So you've got conference schedule coming up next. Yes. You've got some girls returning from injury. What yes. can we look forward to for the remainder of the season from you guys? Yeah, the girls returning from injury are going to be huge. We've we've struggled lately with the low numbers, low subs, but with girls coming back, I think we're for sure going to have a lot of depth and talent up front, which I'm really excited for. Get some more rotation in the midfield and then get uh, a couple more defenders returning. I think our team is going to be really solid, producing a lot of offense with our girls and then um, we play defensively. We have a good system and a good shape, and I think with that, it's going to be really hard to break down. So I'm really excited, honestly, for conference play. I think we have a really good, really good chance at doing something special this year. Well, Emma, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. Uh, enjoy talking with you, and good luck to you guys the rest of the way. Thank you for talking with me. Emma and the women's soccer team are back in action on Sunday, September 29th at SIU Edwardsville as they continue OVC play, that game to be played in Edwardsville, Illinois. The Gamecocks return home Friday, October 11th to take on Austin P. That match is set for 7 p.m. at the JSU Soccer Complex. Come out and join us for a night of soccer. That does it for this week's edition of Behind the Beat. Be sure to check back in Tuesday, September 30th as we release a new episode. Until then, for Avery Davis, I am Tyler Brown saying thank you for listening so long and go Gamecocks. This has been Behind the Beak, the official podcast of Jacksonville State Athletics. Look for new episodes each week or browse the archives on the Apple Podcast app or by visiting JSUGamecockSports.com. For more on Jacksonville State Athletics, visit the official website of the Gamecocks, JSUGamecocksports.com, and follow JSU on social media by searching at JSUGamecocks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.